WAMD Aberdeen, and this is the Harford Edge, keeping you on the cutting edge of what's new in Harford County and beyond. I am co-host Mary Hassler, CEO from the Harford County Public Library, and that is the amazing, talented, very, 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 very handsome wearing his t-shirt, Bob Mumby. You read it exactly like I wrote it. <laughs> Bingo. I read Mary's script. <laughs> yes, you do. The Harford Edge is brought to you each week by your Harford County Public Library. Today, we're very honored to be speaking with District C County Councilman and Council Vice President, Captain Jim McMahon. Well, hi, Bob. So, how have you been this week? Good. Good. Um, crazy busy. Uh, good things, as we were saying, and some found out they're speeding towards something where they know someone is shooting and killing people just like I remember back in February of, uh, of 16 and I you know I said oh no this sounds good. but then I realized these these men and women are speeding towards this exactly what they know they're you know to get there as quick as they can where someone is shooting and so hats off to all the first responders and it, and it is. I, I think we all had the same reaction when we saw the cars and the vehicles. We, it's because we've been through it already. It's, it's, it's just amazing that they are heading right toward the crisis, whatever is happening, and, and they're to protect us and protect everyone in the community. Our headquarters is up the road uh, from the Emerton uh, Business Park. It's the next exit on, on uh, 95. And we had so much protection that day because they really didn't know where he went. And, and thank you to everyone. And um, not to be a funny story, but we had one of our employees who dialed 911 by accident. So we had the first responders there uh, within seconds. I mean, within seconds to make sure that it was a false alarm. So thank you to everyone. And everyone makes a difference in the county. Yeah, and the thing is, they have to send so, much, so many resources to the scene and so many resources... To cover any of the possible ancillary events related to it. And they still have to police the whole county. Exactly. Um, so preparation, training, and dedication and bravery. Hats it, off. Exactly. Makes me want to watch even less NFL games. Oh, yeah, <laughs> NFL, what's that? It's kind of a... Uh, yeah, we can watch what is Hollywood it? movies because of Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> oh, right. I maybe uh, can't so go to bad. NFL games. Well, no. I think I'm going to start a book club. world. I'm going to start a book club at the library. I think that's what it is. Everybody come to the library, check out a book to read, and turn the TV off for a little bit, and just hang out with your family and talk to your friends and neighbors, and... Right. And do that one-on-one -on -one with folks. And I apologize for politicizing that because uh, I got annoyed this week because people immediately started politicizing the shooting. They started politicizing really? Trump's call with the um, with the, the Gold Star mom. And oh, I despise and, it from both sides of the aisle, and I just did it, so I apologize. And, of course, now the thing is Melania has a double, a double 
who fill and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> anyway, so, and that's okay. You're allowed to rant and rave. This is your part of the, uh, our uh, script where you get to talk about oh, things right. that bother okay. you this week. But there were some fun things this week. We know ShopRite has their big ribbon cutting today at the, new, at the newly renovated Forest Hill store. Amen. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. And if anybody hasn't tried Miss Shirley's fudge, you must. It is it is just amazing, and it's got even the seasonal flavors, which I love because I do have a sweet tooth. And then the county executive kicked off his campaign for the next election, too, this week, so that's always fun and exciting, and lots of good things. And the APG Centennial Gala is tonight, so everybody's going to be looking for those dresses and and really uh, fixing things up so they look amazing. So. And they, um, they really outdid themselves. I think they have. I can't wait. I will be there. Close. To the, to, to the whole gang at the Centennial Committee, you I didn't think uh, uh, getting a 99 on a scale of 100 when the library gets a 100 on a scale of 100 was possible, but you've done it. With the APG gala. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I can't wait. I can't wait. And I will. I will give you my opinion the next time. <laughs> okay. But I'm sure it's going to be great. They have a great volunteer committee who's been working on this. And and you know what's really significant about it is there is new commander on post, and so he's going to take the lead. And he's been very engaged with the community. And also APG has been here for a hundred years. That's phenomenal. And that education center that they're yep. raising funds to build is going to be a huge. Yes. It's going to be a great set of exhibits and education and multimedia, but it's also going to be great for the county, um, visit-wise. So that's exactly. off to Barney and the whole gang on that co- that committee. So now, do you think it's time for our education trivia where I try to stump you? Yes, and, and- luckily we have mm. <laughs> we have a high-ranking officer oh, here <laughs> to help us with it. Yes, we do. Welcome, Captain Jim. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, always good to have you on the show. It's like reliving my past. You know, so many years <laughs> I broadcast from this very studio, Bob and I, and um, 26 years we did the morning show here. Wow. And um, you know what is wonderful? When you meet somebody at the door at 4 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> you realize you're coming to work, you look at each other and you say, are we sane and we are, and smile and laugh. In 26 years, we never had an argument. And that is that is something, I think, to be said for itself. We uh, enjoyed every day coming to work. Well, you set quite a standard, Captain. And uh, and uh, you're still, you're our landlord, too, here, are you not? <laughs> I suppose, if you want to call that. <laughs> He's too um, modest. <laughs> the late late Bill um, bought the license uh, from me, and then um, the ground. Actually, there's uh, 18 acres of, of ground here uh, that still s- stayed in the corporation with Johnny Contino and I, and um, and they operate the station. Um, the station license was transferred over to uh, to uh, Bill. Hmm. So, is it true that this building actually was a bunker? Well, the back part of the building was increased during the Reagan administration to be uh, secure as much as it could have been against a nuclear attack. So the back part of the building was uh, retrofitted so that we could spend 14 days in the back and not have to come out to have any exposure to the outside should there have ever been a nuclear attack. Uh, detonation of any kind of a, a weapon. But uh, to that degree, yes, it's got like 12 or 14 inches of concrete on the ceiling. Wow. All the walls are uh, two foot thick and they are filled with concrete. Wow. Although, the, let's keep that quiet because I know a lot of people that occasionally in the county would love to use that bunker. Uh, <laughs> probably. Yeah. You're um, so bad. But the park where we'll we him. are up here is, is regular construction. But that was done during the um, the um, Reagan administration, and the FCC and FEMA teamed up with that with WAMD. At back at that point in time, it was different. We were the what they call the CPCS one, which meant that we were the common control point for all of the emergency uh, information. Should there ever be any need for it, both locally and federally. So, Interesting. Hmm. Wow. A lot of that has changed now. Yeah. 
Yes, it has. Yes, it has. So okay. let's try some all trivia. Right, what's, let's what's the trivia? Part? All right. So I'm going to make this a two-parter. Who was at the top of the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 chart on April 13, 1957? Well, who do you think I, would be the El- top? Elvis on. would. Elvis would be the most likely guess. Exactly. You got it, Elvis. So, but what was the song? Ooh. Jailhouse Rock. No. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> since my baby left me. Uh, since my baby left um, me. Come on. Jailhouse Rock. Um, um, how about with a heart? What? No, it's in my face. <laughs> oh, I feel so lonely. I could die. That song? No, I don't think so. Okay, Love Me Tender. Uh, no. Uh, um, <laughs> don't be cruel. I'm going to be cruel. Well, no. <laughs> Jennifer Button is being cruel by asking <laughs> well, I, this I, If I had read it the way she wrote it, you would guess it right away. So I, I didn't. That's why I changed it. Oh, I love stumping you too. Okay, how many words in the title? Three. Oh, uh, you, you'll know it as soon as I say it. Don't be cruel, not love me tender. For those of you who cannot Mary see me, I'm dancing in my dancing seat. dancing in her chair. <laughs> All Shook Up. Ah! Hmm. So this was how it was written. All Shook Up is a song that topped the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 on April 13, 1957. Who was the singer? Elvis Presley. I mean, that's why I changed it up. Because I'm like, those youngsters, you know, they don't realize we would know oh, that no. like, instantly. No. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, these people weren't even born when, like, U2 became a band. Well, actually, so, I wasn't born in 1957 either. So, well, but I was I, in my first year of college in 1957. Wow. But I love Elvis. I am a huge... One of these days, I'm going to go to Graceland. I'm going to go there during that anniversary, either in August. Besides, I love Elvis. Anyway. And his first... When he was on the Ed Sullivan show... They cut it from they, the waist they up. They agreed mm-hmm. to only film him from the waist up. Yeah. Because his... Gyrating hips was or they thought was, was a too little much. too. Uh, if they could only see Miley Cyrus, <laughs> things have changed, have they not? Well, I heard a rumor that he'll be at Klein's this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've seen him everywhere. We have, we have. The Elvis sightings are very popular. Mm. So, okay, here's another one. I think you'll know this one. The avocado is it a tree, a plant, a shrub, or a something that grows out of the ground? And where had where what country did it originate in? The um, avocado. How does it grow? A South American country. I'm going to say Greece. Middle East. Oh, Middle East. China. I don't eat them, so I'm not. Really <laughs> I'm going to watch you. A guy kind of stew. I like fruit? this. <laughs> the avocado. Well, you're in the total wrong country. You're in the wrong hemisphere, I think. Uh, you, United States. You're getting warm. Mexico. Yes, Mexico. I should have thought it with the uh, the name. <laughs> but and what, what does it? The, how does it grow? Is it? It's a cactus. A cactus. It is no, not a cactus. It's a fruit. It's a seed. It's a leaf. No, it's, it's a, a tree. It's a tree. The avocado is a tree that is thought to have originated in the country of Mexico. Okay. Did you mm. know that? I did not know that. Okay. So here we go. This this will be easier. Both of you, I know, will know this. Boy, I hope. <laughs> Hey, I didn't write these. Jennifer did. Okay. What do the letters in the acronym CD-ROM stand for? Um, Anybody remember? Yes. God, it seems so long ago. Compact disc read-only memory. Bingo. A plus on that one. That's good. That's a flash from the past. Captain, do you know what snafu means? Snafu? Uh Uh-huh. I do, but I can't say it on here. Well, my father was a Navy (laughs) man. He used to say to us when we were little, it means situation normal, all fouled up. (laughs) That's <laughs> the way I heard it. And, well, you're an army man, so it's fouled army up beyond man. all recognition. Th- there you right. go, right? Yep. Uh, all right. So here's another one. This is more, more. Uh, I guess. I'm history. sorry. I have one for you, Mary. Oh no, you know. Scuba. I'm scuba. The acronym Scuba. Scuba is an acronym. Oh, I didn't know that. What oh, is I have no idea. For? Um, super underwater. Oh, that's good. Uh, not gear. Scuba. Self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. Wow. That's very good. I did not know my that. My son is a certified patty dogger, and um, and so was Bob, my partner. Hmm. Bob was a, matter of fact, he was a certified patty diver and an instructor. Wow. I love snorkeling. Scuba diving scares me a little bit, but I like snorkeling. Snorkeling is beautiful. Mm. It feels like you're flying. Right. So here you go. What Byzantine city was renamed Instable after being captured by the Ottoman Empire? 
Constantinople. Constantinople. Yeah, you both got that A plus. So and here's... we played Antium before that, right? <laughs> Istanbul, Constantinople, and that's what. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> you're right. <laughs> so, what is the acronym? Oh God, all these acronyms today for the Intergovernmental Military Alliance based on the North Atlantic Treaty signed in 1949. NATO. Yes, bingo. Oh, I was thinking of uh, the other one, the the, uh, the more intelligence sharing. Um, I can't even think of it now. Oh, my God. There, you got it. Captain Jim. Awesome. No, okay. Which American inventor is generally given credit for the invention of the lightning rod? <laughs> for the what? Light, light, I'm sorry. I started laughing. That's easy for light, you to say. Lightning <laughs> rod. The lightning rod. Think of a kite oh, in the, the sky rod. with oh, a key at the end. Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what made me laugh because I'm thinking yeah. the visual. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So, oh, here we go. Jimmy Carter was the first U.S. president born in a what? Um, Barn. Huh? <laughs> Barn. <laughs> um, Hospital. Hospital. Exactly. Hospital. Really? Yeah. Wow. According to Jennifer Button, and I'm sure it's true. She says so. Okay. The United States Constitution replaced what other document on March 4th, 1789? Magna Carta. The, uh, well, no, no. The, the United States government. Magna oh, Carta was Europe. The Articles of uh, Confederation. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, article. Article. <laughs> that would be today if we were doing it. That's I right. like it. And here's another one. In 1867, the United States purchased Alaska from what country? Alaska. Uh, Where do we... Russia. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's a... Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. The one that we can see over our backyard or something. Remember that one? William Seward was the Secretary of yes, State. Yes, he was. Yes, And it was, was called Seward's Folly. Yes, it was. And he paid $7 million for it. Yep. It's about what we pump out of there in, in oil every 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 sixty seconds. Now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So here's this is the last one. When found on a beer bottle, what does the acronym IPA stand for? India Pale Ale. Yes. You. How did you know that? It's beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, India Pale Ale. Ale. India Pale Ale. That's the IPA. last thing I would. Yeah. Uh, me too. I was thinking independent. Something, something. Well, it's like something. It was. It's with a lot of beers and wines and liquors. A lot of codes and certification rules came up. A to 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 get higher prices. Like a, a pilsner. Mm-hmm. There was big fights to call when Budweiser tried to call itself a pilsner because Pilsen is a town in Czechoslovakia. Okay. And and champagne, you cannot call something champagne unless it's made from sh- in champ- that region right. with with a method champenois, which is how they get the hmm. the sugar. There's something out of it. also like that in Kentucky that that you can bourbon. bourbon bourbon can only be. Right. called Bourbon if it is made in Kentucky yep. or something like That's that. That's why Jack Daniels. Yeah. Is called Tennessee Sippin' Whiskey. Ah, Interesting. Okay. But it's actually bourbon, but we can't call it bourbon. Can't call it yeah, bourbon. Can't call it Interesting. Bourbon. You were talking about NATO a minute ago. Um, the There is an acronym called USERA. I don't know if you've ever heard that or not. But based in Heidelberg, and it was United States Army headquarters in Europe. Mm-hmm. It was called USERA. USERA, and that was based in Heidelberg. And the successor That's to that was um, the Doris Day song called Kesara. I suppose, yeah. <laughs> with the glass bottom boat. <laughs> yeah. With, what's his name? Um, Godfrey. Uh, somebody Arthur? Godfrey. Arthur Godfrey used to sing oh, with her. I the glass bottom boat. I think he played her father in that movie. There I go. Bright, shiny thing. Okay. Yeah. We went from NATO yeah. from that well, to... Well, with this crew, we're going <laughs> to... Now, we're you know, we're going to be an unintended fire hose. <laughs> Arthur Godfrey lived in Leesburg, Virginia. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. And he had an airplane. And Charlie Oliver one time told me what the name of Arthur Godfrey's call sign was that all of the FAA guys up and down the East Coast knew. And I have forgotten what that was. Hmm. but. Um, yeah, it was a special name. name. Didn't he do like the anam- No, not the Amateur Hour. He had a, he vari- had a television show. Yeah. Yes, he did. I think it was a variety show. Yes. Yeah. Ted Mack had the Amateur Ted Hour. Ted Mack. Oh the Ted God. Mack Hour. Do you know uh, where Arthur Godfrey got his start? 
WFBR in Baltimore. Really? That's right. And so did Gary Moore. Hmm. And his, he was from Baltimore. His name was Garrison Morfitt. Now you shortened it to Gary Moore. And so did Oprah Winfrey. I, get her start in Baltimore. Yeah, yes. at yes. Jay-Z. She came from another station before she went, but it was a very small station. But that's where she got her. And I was at BAL-TV when Oprah was over at uh, Jay-Z. Hmm. And uh, we crossed paths a couple of times. I've often wanted to write her a letter and say, Hey, Oprah, do you remember the days we used to, you know, be on the road together right. digging up stories? Well, those were old times. You were talking about the, um, don't mean to interject here, but you were talking about yesterday and uh, how things have changed so much. And I am one of the senior citizens now and very proud of it, born and raised in Harford County. But one of the things that touched me yesterday Mm -hmm. uh, so deeply was the fact that my granddaughter, who goes to Patterson Mill Middle School, texted me and said, Grandpa, would it be possible for you to come by and pick me up at school? Because there's been a shooting somewhere close to the school, and I would feel safer if you would pick me up. Now, when on earth does a child you know, with all the technology, thank goodness she has her cell phone at you. But when a child has to be afraid, and that was just true fear. You know, where is the person that has perpetrated all of this? Is he close by? And I did text her back and say, sweetheart, he's far away from here now, but don't worry. You know, we'll be here. Yeah. That that brings it home. That's not the Harford County that I was born and raised in, but I am still very glad that I live here. Very glad because we have such an incredible library service, Mary, <laughs> and uh, I'm glad that you all asked me to. We have an incredible partnership with the uh, Lyria Dendron. Foundation and the Luria Dendron Mansion in Bel Air. Oh, we can't we can't wait to talk about that because I know you've played a big role. Um, uh, there was some work to do there, and you've gotten a great team together. And we're going to talk about that after we do the news. And um, that's one. We have so many things to talk. To, we do with you about Captain. Well, um, but we're going to do it. some quick. Okay. We're going to do really quick rapid fire news, and then we're going to take a break, and then get to. Um, uh, talk to our captain. Um, the state's incentive package for Amazon is now measured in the billions. We're talking 50,000 jobs, over a million square feet possibly of office space. Um, rapid fire, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the day, uh, yesterday, I sus- have to report this because it's good that people are aware. Um, suspects used a stun gun at 1 p.m. at a, 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 a customer at a Rite Aid in, um, on Edgewood Road and robbed him um, of his wallet. I'm not doing this to scare people. Um, and it was at the Rite Aid, I believe, yeah. on Edge, uh, near yeah. the Rite Aid on, yep. Edge, on Edgewood. 1 p.m. And again, Captain, you talk about... Um, your granddaughter calling you. The good part about that is she has to feel that way, but the, she t- took action. She was cognizant that there might be danger, and and she took action. And that's why we talk about this stuff. There's bad people all over the place. And don't be paranoid, but always be aware and cognizant. Because um, there's a lot of people that are uh, just desperate and get to... Uh, Positions where they'll they'll do anything. So keep your eyes peeled and um, be always aware of your surroundings. Um, Another good news this week, and I think you had something to do with it, Captain. Um, 
County Executive proposed a 20% property tax credit for eligible seniors and retired veterans. Um, and that is just fantastic. As a matter of fact, I'm being facetious. I know you had more than something to do with it. You were the, <laughs> the genesis of it. Um, I worked with the, <clears throat> the county executive. It was, where, was very much aware that uh, our seniors needed uh, some relief. I have been trying to uh, get a bill through um, the county council for the last two or three years. And when the county executive took over, <clears throat> excuse me, he said, Captain Jim, give me, uh, be patient with me. I want to get the fiscal situation straightened out. And as soon as we can do this, um, you'll be on board with me and we will indeed. It, it was, um, I am so happy that our seniors are finally getting uh, some relief. It is not all that I wanted it to be, and the county executive knows that, and he said we can always, you know, do better in the future, but we can do this much. It basically mimics the state bill uh, as it was enacted. So uh, it was easy to get approved because it, uh, the proof is in the pudding. It had already been approved on the state level. I'm hoping that we can indeed um, augment that with some additional benefits for our seniors. But our seniors and our veterans <clears throat> hopefully uh, will be able to um, find some relief on real estate taxes in Hartford County. And I am looking forward to county executive signing that. I'm looking forward to uh, county council passing that measure shortly. Very good. Congratulations. Thank you to all. It's good to see some good stuff coming out of all that, it was, that uh, sausage making. It was a <laughs> yeah, I know. But uh, just make sure that um, it was a partnership. It was people working together that made that happen. It wasn't, it wasn't my bill. It wasn't all me. It was the county executive realizing that I had a need on the sign on the legislative mm -hmm. side, and we worked together to uh, to make it come to fruition. And that's how you get things done. Yep. I mean, Absolutely. that's why you're so effective. Yeah. And I'm glad I was on the front end of it. I, I mean, that was something that they, a lot of folks out there don't know that I'm the Claude Pepper. The Claude? Who's Claude Pepper? The I don't Claude know. The Claude Pepper of What's the Claude County Pepper? Council. Now, that goes way back. Claude <laughs> Pepper was. You know, remember of Strom Thurmond, how old he was when he was in Congress? Yes. Well, Claude Pepper was just about as old. <laughs> <laughs> so, Strom Thurmond's first um, elected position was in 1927 to a local school board. In, uh, Isn't that something? 1927, yeah. that's amazing. Wow. Uh, so, anyway. So, we're going to take a brief break, and when we come back, we'll be talking with wonderful Captain Jim. Hartford County Public Library Foundation 13th Annual Gala, La La Library, an evening in the stacks will be held Saturday, November 4th at 7 p.m. at the Abington Library. The gala, Hartford County Public Library Foundation's signature event, welcomes more than 600 guests each year and features an extensive menu of hors d'oeuvres and drinks, entertainment by mood swings, a live and silent auction. This year's theme, La La Library, focuses on the timeless and classic old Hollywood song and dance days. Sponsorships, which include tickets to the gala, are available starting at just $750. To purchase a sponsorship, contact Nina Depkin at D-E-P-K-I-N-N at hcplonline.org. Proceeds from the event will support a wide range of programs and resources, including new technologies, community outreach, and stream programs an innovative new space, and collections that will offer customers of all ages the opportunity to explore, create, discuss, and learn. For more information about Lala Library, visit eveninginthestacks.org. Welcome back. I'm Mary Hassler, co-host from the Hartford County Public Library, and that is the amazing, talented, blah, 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 Bob Mumby, and this is the Hartford Edge. I really like that. You like that? You like the blah, 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 blah? Anyway, yes. we're, deli no. <laughs> we're delighted to have District C County Councilman and Council Vice President Captain Jim McMahon 
District C and Vice President. I'm going to say that again because they're very important positions in the county. Welcome, Captain, and thank you for coming on the show today. Mm. It's like old times. I feel just right at home. I, except I don't see my big coffee mug here. Oh. I don't know where that is, but that's fine. Um, might be back Mar in the bunker. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mary and Bob, you do really uh, a great service with this show. This is this is good. Keeping people up to date is what I spent 26 years doing with my partner, Bob. Well, that's what Mary always says. It's important. Uh, so it's, sometimes it can be a pain in the neck doing it, doing it every week. But Mary, since she started... Uh, the library started sponsoring. She feels it's very important to keep people aware and also keep people aware of what's the amazing thing the library is doing because it's it's so valuable to every single one of us. But let also me, what, say, what a lot of community servants and leaders are doing in the county and and um, and uh, to, to to get the word out about them and what they're doing. The library has changed in my time on the county council. I've been there. This is my third and final time on the county council. But what Mary brought to the library system and the county council approved was coming out of the darkness and going into the light. And um, Mary has brought new life to the library system throughout this county. So let's leave it at that. Mary, you've done a wonderful job. We always, um, I always kid Mary that, uh, you know, there's really six Marys, because I think if we pull the, the zipper down, there's six Marys would step out, because I don't know, she seems to be in three places at one time. She is. She always is. And, but, and another little sidelight, you were the president or the chairman of the Maryland Library Association. Yes, I was. Which is no part-time job no. in and of itself, so... Anyway, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, one of the best things I ever saw that a business did, and because the library is a business, um, um, was I had a meeting uh, there, a business meeting, and I said, let's meet at the library. We can talk quietly, and um, we spent about two hours uh, up uh, in that room. In the Maryland room in yes. Bel Air. Because mm -hmm. no one else was in there, but there were little placards on the tables that said please don't put your stuff away and at first i thought oh that's that's nice customer service but then i read the pla placard further and it said <laughs> we want it we'll put it away because we want to know what you're using we want to know what you're taking out what you're finding valuable and i just thought that it's, it's brilliant brilliant uh marketing and customer research um they're bothering to find out what, pe what people actually are using and getting benefit from. So, um, excellent. So you got me started on the library. library. Really? I'm here right. to talk to, to Captain right. Jim about all the wonderful things he does. So you, you grew up in Bel Air. I grew up in Bel Air. I'm educated in Bel Air, the public school system there. And then I went to Western Maryland College. And to me, it'll always be Western Maryland College, not McDaniel. Oh, I agree I'm with sorry, you. I'm sorry. I'm a traditionalist. <laughs> and I find it very difficult to, um, to make that change. Um, you know, especially with some of the traditions that they do. They ring the bell for uh, alumni that have passed away. And then they sing, you know, the alma mater. But now they sing, you know, hail McDaniel, hail all, hail. Well, you know, the people that they're ringing the bell for never, ever went to McDaniel College. But they refuse to sing the original version of our alma mater, you know? And I find that very um, bullheaded on the part of the administration. And I just think that is a lack of consideration for tradition. Uh, sure, it's McDaniel now, it's fine, but it was Western Maryland. It had nothing to do with the University of Maryland. Do you know Western Maryland College originated? from the railroad, because back when the railroads were very, very big, the um, chief executive officers of the railroad, they would build colleges and hospitals, and they would train 
railroad workers' children in those institutions. And uh, Western Maryland is part of the old Western Maryland Railroad. And then the, the, um, the Methodist Church Conference took over Western Maryland when the railroads then were sort of in decline. And then they took the steeple off the chapel back in the late 60s and uh, they were afraid it would offend somebody. And then all the uh, money dried up. Uh, it was, it, you know, things have really come full circle. It's, uh, it's amazing to have lived, uh, you know, my lifetime. Somebody was asking me the other day, they said, Captain Jim, did you have cold winters when you were a kid? And I said, absolutely. And I remember when a lady by the name of Ruth Starbuck, who had a beauty parlor, on Main Street, the building is still there, mm -hmm. uh, just above Lee Street. She would bring her pony and sleigh to work every day. And I mean, it would stay cold for two or three weeks at a time. And the roads, of course, were not cleared like they are now. But, um, you know, yeah, it was. But you didn't have 32-inch snowstorms. I'm sorry, we did. Yeah, we. Back in the old days, there were no 32-inch snowstorms. <laughs> We had some that were pretty okay. But that was a pretty. great winter when we had that 32. The, the winter when it would snow almost every day and we would we'd have a little break in the afternoon and we'd all run to work or do what we did and then get back home in time when the snow. Right. I felt like we were living in the little house in the prairie time period right. that winter, which was I thought was very cool. Oh, I, I'm still I the kid it. in me loves uh, wants to keep snowing. I know it's, you know, it causes so much trouble. <laughs> but, but I'm from New York originally and... They canceled school like once every four years. Right. Um, outside of New York, mm -hmm. New Jersey. Um, I don't know what we would have. I mean, literally, I remember in elementary school, we got three snow days my whole eight years. And these kids are getting uh, 10, 12 days a year. We would have like flipped. Well, now, it's a system. It's a system. It's, well, yeah, it's you have to. I mean, you're, if you're the, Barbara and you're and you have somebody driving up on the liability six, yes, uh, and there's there's no sidewalks for the kids to wait mm -mm. on, and the it's this black ice and on these untraveled roads, you know, you you have to say close the schools as long as there's only one zone, because would you rather that people say, I I asked Jillian later when she was mm -hmm. here, I said. When you decide to close the schools um, at five in the morning, um, do you find yourself hoping it snows worse yes. so that the sun isn't out at <laughs> when, 11 a.m. and people are saying, why yes. did they do this? <laughs> when I make that decision for the library, it, and it's, it's always, it's a, it's a toss of a coin. Yeah. Is it or isn't it? And you have to make it early enough because yeah. we have delivery that goes out, that goes out of the county plus in the county. So you're, you're looking at schools, you're looking at what the county's doing, you're, looking, you're watching Channel 11 to see who's closing. And then sometimes we are right on target and then I do remember the one time we all closed early, like the night before, because we were supposed to, and it didn't do anything the day. So everybody was out. Oh, yeah. And I, it was like it was, sunny. It was like sunny, warm. 48 degrees. We were, that, was, well, that was the funniest you have one. To, you have to err on the side, you know, of Amen. caution at that. But the funny story was here, when we broadcast from here, all the kids thought that we closed the schools because they would tune in to hear it. And they said, Captain Jim, are you going to close the schools tomorrow? You were very popular, weren't you? Oh, they love, you know, the Bob and Jim show, and they said, they close schools. I love it, love it. Captain, let's let's uh, get right into it. I want to, we want to talk about Lyria Dendron uh, first um, and foremost with you. Uh, uh, tell us about... Uh, uh, Lyria Dendron, its purpose, its history, uh, and what we have coming up. And thanks to you and and the rest of the board uh, for really uh, breathing new life into a, a treasure that we have right in our midst here. Well, the Lyria Dendron is the botanical name for the tulip poplar. We and knew, we knew anyone that, that knows <laughs> Dr. Kelly or any uh, of his history knows that he was quite a naturalist. Now, Dr. Kelly, uh, Howard Atwood Kelly, was one of the four founding surgeons 
of Johns Hopkins Medical School and Hospital. His specialty was OBGYN, and he was extremely concerned about the um, female population in Baltimore City because, of course, the Port of Baltimore uh, drew many sailors, and there was very poor health for women, especially those that were frequenting the docks. The uh, uh, you did you danced pretty delicately around I know, that I was one. Very carefully. <laughs> Dr. Kelly <laughs> bought the um, <laughs> bought the home next door to his on U Utah Street, and actually started the first women's clinic in uh, in Baltimore. Dr. Kelly was also um, the pioneer in using radium in the treatment of cervical cancer. Mm -hmm. Dr. Kelly also developed a utensil that is used in every emergency room, every hospital suite today, and it's called the Kelly clamp. And Dr. Kelly, it looks like a pair of scissors, but it has a hook on the um, base of it mm -hmm. that will clamp a vein and stay, and stay closed so that the vein will not bleed during surgery. And he did so many things, but he was a naturalist, but I'll tell you, his wife was from Bavaria. She hated the sticky, hot, humid summers in Baltimore, and don't we all? Mm. And Dr. Kelly, after he had met with some of his uh, medical friends, especially Dr. Finney from Churchville, said, you know, there's a beautiful tract of land up near Bel Air. He said, I think that would be the ideal place for you to build your summer home. And that is how the Dendron was built in Hartford County. Now, Dr. Kelly had many of the laborers, and of course, they were skilled carpenters, skilled um, stonemasons, that built that home started in about 1898 and finished in about 1900. And Dr. Kelly had nine children, and they all played in that area. And that is why one of the things we do uh, on President's Day is we have the winter walk in the woods. And um, we drew 100, 100 people. And the folks up at Eden Mill come down and help us, another partnership we have. And they explain the botanical um, gardens that we have at the Lyria Dendron and the woods. So um, part of what we do is education, part of what we do is entertainment. And we have teamed up with the Hartford County Public Library for what we call Book Talk. And Book Talk will be coming up next week. And there are only, uh, we limit it to 40 people, there are only, I think, three spaces left. So, um, Mary, we thank you for all the publicity that you have given us, and we have it on our website, www.liriodendron, pretty much just like it sounds, L-I-R-I-O-D-E-N-D-R-O-N, liriodendron.com, and you can find out all the things that are going on. But there's much more. Want to get into that? Please. Well... <laughs> Absolutely. The um, downtown Bel Air Alliance, the town of Bel Air, the Historical Society of Harford County, and the Harford Artist Association, and the Liriodendron, we all got together and said, you know, why don't we make Bel Air the destination for folks that want to kick off the holiday season? This we have done. And December 1, 2, and 3 will be a three-day celebration in Bel Air at all of those venues that I just mentioned. We have ladies coming into the Liriodendron on the 29th and 30th of November, and they will spend two days making beautiful green arrangements, fresh arrangements. And our open house on December 1st, 2nd, and 3rd will be to sell the arrangements. It's a major fundraiser for us. Uh, the Armory will have the uh, destination for the artist on Saturday. The uh, marketplace behind the Armory 
Harford artist will um, be in their marketplace back there. All of these things will be for sale. And guess what? On Sunday, we will have music downtown. We will have a parade. And then yours truly will emcee the mm -hmm. um, Bel Air Community Band back at Shamrock Park. Santa will be there. We'll have cocoa and cookies and a bonfire. We'll be singing carols and light the Christmas tree. So it's a three-day event, and it is called ChristmasInBelair.com. You can find it. It's our own website, so you can go to it, www.ChristmasInBelair. That website should be up sometime after uh, the 1st of November. We're very, very excited about that, and I think everybody will have a, a fun time. Valeria Dendron will be just decorated with poinsettia and all kinds of Christmas wear. But come to Bel Air because guess what? The magic has returned to Bel Air for Christmas this year and in years to come. So I love it. I'm this so is, excited. You know, it, we're big Christmas folks. Oh, we're we're really Christmas is right up there with Disney and Pirates for for the, for the Hassler family. Of which I'm going to in a day and a half. <laughs> we also are looking forward to President's Day again this year. We'll have our walk in the woods. Plus, on President's Day, we will also um, we're looking to put a show together with Duke Thompson, and in that wonderful old mansion, Abraham Lincoln will come to. Uh, to life. This is something that's in the planning. You will have to check our website www.liriadendron.com Then we have... And that's Saturday February 17th. Saturday's President's Day? Saturday. That's the event. Okay. Lincoln yeah. at, Lincoln when, at is, the when is President's Day? On that Monday? The 19th? Um, I would guess. Yes, would guess. so it would be. But the event is we're, yes. okay. we're looking. We're looking at that Friday and Saturday. If we get enough interest, we may do it two nights. Okay. So you'll just have to check our website, and we will put it out on our blast as well. The most exciting thing, as if that wasn't enough, is the fact that, you know, we have a sister city in Bel Air in Estonia, Narva, N-A-R-V-A. Two years ago, I mentioned to the mayor of Narva when I was here, I said, you know, it would be an incredible thing. I want you to visit the Liriodendron, and we should really exchange some art. He said, that's a pretty good idea. When they were here this past summer, 2017, I said, let's talk about this seriously. We are going to have an international art show in 2018 at the Liriodendron for the summer months. We have 30 pieces of art that are currently en route from Estonia to the United States. And um, we are looking for sponsors to help us pay for the freight cost. Um, we need to raise about $7,500. Uh, the freight from Narva to uh, the United States, Baltimore, and back uh, will run about $7,500 plus the insurance. Let, let, let us stop you there. If people want to donate to that, who do they call? Where do they go? Who do they email? Email what if, website? If do they people go would like to help us defray the cost of that freight to bring international art to the Liriodendron, they may call Leslie at 410-879-4424. And every nickel that is dedicated will go directly toward defraying the cost of the freight of bringing us. We have a wonderful freight agent that has worked with us, Mike Albee, and John Street, whose mother was one of the institutions at the Liriodendron. Captain John Street, who is um, the Port Authority in Baltimore City, um, has just been incredible with his contacts, making things happen to bring that over here. So it is en route. It is coming. And uh, we are looking to take possession of it. And um, that will give us plenty of time to measure and see where we can best display 
we will probably most likely once it is up have a a small fee of five dollars to help uh, we want to have uh, several openings I have written letters to Maryland Museum of Art and also to Walters Art Gallery as well as our uh, gallery committee because we'd like to have an opening a grand opening mm -hmm. and then two weeks later we would like to have something for the folks at the Walters Art Gallery and we would like them to partner with us and then two weeks after that another opening so to speak for the um, people that are on the membership roles of Maryland Museum of Art and this way we can keep the interest going for the summer so it's it's I can't even really fathom um, how incredibly successful and when we talk about the county executive and his desire to have people visit Hartford I said to the county executive uh, he has known about this program from the very beginning he has given me all the support we're not talking about money here we're talking about all the support to make it happen because with Greg Pizzuto and those folks at Visit Harford, that's exactly what this is all about. And you, cer you, you certainly um, put, you did receive, uh, Leary Denny did receive a, a tourism We grant, do. We participate uh, in the... Talk about yeah. how well that money has been spent towards the actual goal and mission of the grants. Well, you know, we have tried to make the dollar that we get from the hotel-motel tax go more than one way. <clears throat> and let me tell you what we were able to do in a partnership. Last year, with the Walk in the Woods, we took our dollar of the motel-hotel tax and we invited in Eden Mill we invited in the people from the Ma and Pa Trail, and we had the Lyria Dendron. That $1 benefited three different county agencies, or three different county venues, if you will. Eden Mill got benefit from it, Ma and Pa Trail, the same dollar. And that's what I talk about, making that dollar work three times. The return on investment. That's absolutely right. So, um, and and our Amen. partners did it. They came and and they said, "Sure, we'll help you. Let's let's do it together." So everybody got exposure, and and that's that's what it's all about. Well, um, and I just want to tell everyone out there listening that um, um, Captain here has no notes in front of him, and he's rattling off websites and phone numbers I'm and dates impressed. and events, and I'm like, and I'm looking. What date is that event we're doing? I looked for my glasses this morning for five minutes, and they were on my head. So I think it's uh, the uh, the rumors of your uh, your age are um, are vastly exaggerated. I, <laughs> I would agree, but they're real. <laughs> what, what, what did Mark Twain say? Well, the rumors of my death have been greatly exaggerated. Right, you know something. Um, I, I readily admit that, yes, I am 79 years old, and I have had three incredible careers. I've had a career in broadcasting right from this radio station. I have a career in military that I am so proud of. I'm 79, and I just spent two days on active duty at the Naval Academy last week. It was ceremonial duty, which I absolutely love. Yours truly was a commander of midshipman for uh, the French Monument Ceremony. I look forward to that each and every year. Well, so, you know what George Burns said when he turned 97? I give up. He said, if I knew I was going to live this long, I would have taken better care of myself. <laughs> well, I, I thank the George Army Burns. for taking care of me. But, and, you know, in my, my, I truly, I think Jefferson said this, and I certainly agree with him, that when you go into politics that, you know, it's a calling, it's not a career. I am a believer in natural term limits, and I told everybody up front, three terms, I said I will not run past three terms, and I kept my promise. I did not. 
However, some folks came to me and said, hey, you still got things to do. So I did sign up to be a candidate for the House of Delegates 34B, and we'll see what the people think, and if they want me to serve them, I will. But it's been my third calling. Well, I, I'm, I'm reminded of uh, uh, Pat Vincenti. We mm. had him in here a few weeks what ago. What a wonderful guy he, he is. Re he really is. Um, but talking about a calling, um, I said to him, what, what do you know now that you wish you knew December 1st, 2014, when you started? Um, he said, I, I wish I knew never to believe Coach when he told me this was a part-time job. <laughs> <laughs> And let me tell you, there's another unsung hero, well, Coach Schlutzky. Let's tie it in to the Kachina dolls at Deliriodendron. Absolutely. And um, at the library, we've had them on display, too. Oh, yeah. really? oh they're okay. amazing. Oh, yes. But well, Coach Dick Schlutzky, and we all call him Coach, such career at Aberdeen. Um, he is brilliant. He is thoughtful. He sees things through. Um, I am so glad that I had an opportunity to serve with him because there has never been a greater champion for education and for the democratic process with the legislation, the legislative process with the county Not council. Not to mention the hundreds, hundreds of lives, of kids' lives that he changed personally oh, um, yes. as an educator and as a coach. Absolutely. Exactly. Fantastic. Um, well, I always tell him there's only one thing he really stinks at. And he says, what? I say, self-promotion. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, yes, I would agree with you on that. So yeah. we, we have five minutes. We'll skip the break because we okay. have a few things we want to talk about coming up at the library. But, Captain, to finish up, uh, uh, people should call Leslie at the Lyria Dendron to talk uh, uh, if they want to help participate in, in making this Estonian art, uh, the freight and the setup happen. And, you know, we... LyriaDendron.com, L-I-R... I-O-D-E-N-D-R-O-N. No, let, let me do that. <laughs> See <laughs> what Jim, I mean? Captain Jim did it much better. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If they want to go to the website, it's www.liriodendron.com. L-I-R-I-O-D-E-N-D-R-O-N. Liriodendron.com. But it's easier if you just go... 410-879-4424. Now, <clears throat> people that would like to help us bring the art from Estonia to Harford County, uh, if they make a contribution, we will also acknowledge those people as sponsors. So we will have a board that we want to acknowledge our partners that they, you know, we're not going to put up how much each one did, that's, you know, people usually don't. But they're glad to be acknowledged as a partner. Sure. Very good. Okay. Well, thank you, Captain. We hope you stick around. We have another five minutes, and we're going to talk about some things that these lazy, unproductive <laughs> folks at the library are up to. Oh. There's nothing going on. By the way. Yes, Have dear. it a grace. Have it I a got, grace. Uh, put in library. Yes. Spent some time there last oh. week. Fantastic. It's a beautiful they, facility. They had to really. throw me out of Schooner Cove, though, because I was because you're playing not, with all the toys. You're older than six, aren't you, dear? <laughs> well, I deal at Bel Air and Jarrettsville, driving through, and those two uh, at the windows. Those, <laughs> those people are so kind, and they are. So, they run everywhere trying to say, Help you. Oh, I know where there is a book that. Let me go get it. I'll be right back. That's and always they, you know good what? to hear. And they I look you in the eyes. And they're aware of why they're there, and they enjoy doing it. So it's great training, and it's a great culture. But So what do we have coming up? So tomorrow we have a kickoff at the Bel Air Library. We have our fifth annual Comic-Con. 
where you can dress, I usually dress up as a space pirate, complete with my, my uh, laser, and it's a full day of activities and lots of fun things, and it's for all ages. Primarily, we have a lot of teens come, but it really is fun. So if you see Star Wars characters and uh, mm. others walking around the town of Bel Air tomorrow, that is probably oh, why. Wow. So that opens at 10 o'clock tomorrow at the Bel Air Library, and of course, more information's on our website. And then on October 27th, hcponline.org. And then Friday, the October 27th, from 6 to 8, we're having Humans versus Zombies at the Beller Library. Mm. And this is for adults, and it's how long will you survive the zombie apocalypse? So it's human, human, human players, there's lots of bring-your-own-nerf-type blasters, and I know for folks who are into this, they will understand all those code words I just said. And that is also 6 to 8 p.m., Friday, October 27th. And then we have uh, Jim Krismer will be with us on November 7th at Bel Air talking about the Alfred B. Hilton Harford's Medal of Honor recipient mm -hmm. at 6.30 to 8 p.m. And that's a wonderful program. If you've ever seen uh, Jim do his presentations, it's something not to be missed. And we have about three seats left in our book talking at the Liriodendron. Yes. So yeah. make sure you register for that. It truly is a really nice afternoon. It's $23 and you get, you know, um, brunch, mm -hmm. you know, with some coffee in Danish, and then you get a nice buffet. Yes. And all of the books, and you can relax and eat your lunch, and, and the ladies at the library will bring you different books. Also, children's books, because we're getting close to Christmas, and they will show you different Christmas books. Plus, I always have a lot of stuff to give away. <laughs> yes, we do. So, lots of great things, and of course, our big gal is coming up in two weeks, La La Library, and it truly is a sold-out event this year, and we have many people coming with mood swings, a larapin, and a bourbon bar, and so many surprises we've planned, because you know, we never keep it the same year after after year, so. you, you had me at bourbon bar, at bourbon even bar. though mood swings are great. Mood swings are great. Often brought on by bourbon. And Larapin, <laughs> you can dance with your bourbon while you're eating. Yes, it's and a fun a live event. auction. Live auction. Oh, oh my gosh, amazing live auction this year, and then also silent auction and lots of surprises built in. You know, and we're trying to. We're what we're doing is we're working with a lot of our community partners, so it's all about making Harford County great. And I visit to, uh, Harford County. Visit you can't imagine the different venues. Visit Harford County. Amen. 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 And I got. I have to give uh, another hats off to the library. Uh, uh, Harford Community Action Agency had uh, was dealing with um, a, a pretty extent, a pretty big depletion of their of their supplies. A lot of because of the, 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 the hurricanes and storms we've had. And the library got wind of it, um, and uh, uh, within two days there was collection baskets in all the library branches uh, for hard goods and canned goods for the Hartford Community Action Agency. And how many, I don't know how many pounds how, you guys how, ended up delivering? I lost track of the number of deliveries and pounds that we collected. And, and you know, it's all because of all, everybody in our communities. As soon as we put the word out, everybody mm -hmm. started bringing in the canned goods and everything on that list. And it, it really makes a difference. If you've ever been there, it's wonderful. Do we have time for me to add one thing? Sure. We sure. just passed legislation at the county council to set aside $100,000 for hurricane relief. There has been so much misinformation with that bill. We are not sending $100,000 of Harford County taxpayer money anywhere. We're not sending it out of this county. It is going over into a separate account, and this is what it's for. In the event that let's say, a county south of us in Virginia somewhere, devastated by a flood or something, are trying to rescue people. And let's say they call Harford County and ask the county executive to send the Swift Water Rescue Team emergency to this particular location. We can do that if we save one life, or maybe a child, we have performed our mission. But what that $100,000 does, it then reimburses the time, so to speak, 
that those people are away for their room, their board, the gasoline. It pays for those people from Harford County that have gone down to save a life. It does not send a check to some other county somewhere in the United States. FEMA does that. What we do is simply reimburse. If we send two trucks with chainsaws and two guys on a truck, what we do then is reimburse the county, DPW, for those two trucks that were away for that two-week period of time. That's what the $100,000 does. Well, I must correct you on one thing. Some of our best chainsaw people on our trucks are women. <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm, going, I'm going to correct you on one thing. The, oh, word, like the word man is used oh, well, as in all humankind. I'm just having fun. <laughs> okay. I know so, you. So, I know you are. Your piece, so. <laughs> I have two more things to announce. Okay. You have another week and a half. It's October. We are collecting socks and warm things for yes, adults and children. Yeah. Please bring them to any library branch, and I believe there's other sites for throughout the county. We use that. We distribute it out, and I want to thank the Harford County Community Services, Department of Community Services, because they always take the lead on this. And then also in November, it's No Shave November, so I want to see the beards, men. Oh. And... Bring your toiletries and your shaving gear because that is very expensive. And then we really do distribute it to those who need it. Yes, I can see you're very smooth this morning, Captain Jim. Very yeah. smooth. And Bob, you're kind of smooth. Anyway, um, so I, no. I can't. I won't. I won't because my beard is, is half gray now and it looks oh, weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I but you like know, don't they have Lucas. that comb and dye? What's it? They used to do that commercial. Oh, that Grecian formula. For, <laughs> anyway, but it is. It's, it's October and no shave November. And then, of course, we'll do our other food drives and mittens and gloves and things like that as we get closer to the holidays. Mm -hmm. Well, Captain, thank you for my pleasure. Your uh, me. tens my of pleasure. thousands of hours of investment in our in our community and all your um, callings. Uh, and we're uh, so glad to have you on here in uh, liriadendron.com um, and thank you always for supporting the community you're always there when we need you so that's all the time we have for the Harford Edge thanks for listening talk to you next week mm -hmm.